following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Friday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And gentlemen, What's you know matter? what that means. It's Good the coffee. first Say It With Your Chest Friday of the 2022 regular season. Uh-oh. We are back and ready to roll again. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, are you ready to say it with your chest? Oh, heck yeah. Ready to roll? Yeah. Are your headphones working? No. They're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scratchy. That, what? It's oh. okay. Is it just, is it the, the, like, it feels, the like, it feels like they're like halfway in. Uh-oh, you know Chris, like, off the top oh, rope, okay. man. The beamer's about to come I, running I in here. I was going to say it. I'm is there a blue on the bottom of it? Blue on the bottom of it. On the on the bottom of your your headset. Yeah, did you turn the Bluetooth on? Because if you did, it doesn't work. This is this is called uh, this is called boomers with headsets. Okay, this is I'm gonna send Jib Jazz today. in there. Boomers. Okay. I'm good. I can, I can listen without. We're good. Boomer. You ever heard of a boomer? <clears throat> not thought, sooner. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's 38. He's not. Oh, 63. I know. Three. That's but boomer is the more fun term. So that's why I decided to throw that. Jib Jazz in the building. Jib Jazz. This is Jasmine. Everybody Yay! in the corner for the, those that are watching. Yay! She is fantastic. She helps out Beamer in the back and does a lot of different things. Honestly, I can't really name it all. But glad you're with us here on Talking Cowboys. We'll have to do without Isaiah hearing us for a, a I split hear you. second. You're right here. Right here. Good to go. <laughs> Heckma, how you doing? <laughs> nice place to go. <laughs> it's a nice place I to go. My, Let's my. go, Don. Let's go. We we we, 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 we talked about we this at the torpedo. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, man. Give come me on, my man. bazooka. The bazooka. No, the smelly stickers. Smelly stickers. Ooh. Come on now. Yeah. It, it's a lot of stuff that's coming with me. Heckma has <laughs> become yeah. the the king of the names, the nicknames throughout. A lot uh, of tenure at Talking Cowboys. A lot of stuff that could go on a t-shirt, man. Chris, Chris, what'd you you say about me before the show started? What'd you say I look like today? Tell the people what you said about me. (laughs) He always sneaked this in me, man. man. The what? (laughs) You look like a guy from the 12th man. You know, like the Aggie guy that that, that, does the way I am him. I am him. He's a cowboy nation. I am him. You you know, they got so many signals and stuff that y'all do. It's like I don't know him. You don't know. I was just hoping you was going to break one down for me. Oh, he wrote, he knows. As him. I always say, with much love, I'm not in the cult. Mm. I'm what Clarence Hill calls a two percenter. A two. Oh. I don't know all the yells and all the crazy stuff, but I love I love the school. But you I know who they're school. playing this weekend, right? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So at least you at least he knows that, and he's got that down. That's really all that matters. Uh, before we get into Really the craziness. And by the way, we're going to take your calls today at about 11.20 Central Time. So give us a call, 888-855-2297. We're going to talk to Cowboys Nation. And the question today is, what is your expectation for the Dallas Cowboys this season? It's a hot-button topic. It's the final off-season, preseason episode. We're going to ask you, what is your expectation moving into week number one? Rob, Why news? such a deep sigh? 
Did you see that deep sigh? For from Rob? Yeah. For me? Yeah. I didn't notice it. Yeah, you went away from the mic and everything, right? Oh, wow. I mean, maybe it was because he was coming in with the you know news and notes, or maybe it was because you know the predictions. I don't know. That was a hot question to ask. It Did was. we that's, ever that's find a... out who won the last Smiley Stickers? Yeah, no, no, no. The <laughs> no. predictions, the, the pickups, the pick it, it was it was me by like four games. Uh, you know, you want to talk about cooking the books, cooking dude? Whatever. Books. Jim it, Jess, I you put it now. on Twitter. <laughs> that, thank you it was much. on Twitter. Jim Jess, you are the designated. You're <laughs> that's ridiculous. Picker keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Yeah, this is so much better. So clear. Just, <laughs> this show has trust taken you on four, that. Four minutes. One guy of, keeping score. Forty-five. <laughs> se- I put it on Twitter. It was in front of everybody. So what? Sure. It was all there from your oh, Twitter whatever. page. Who won? No, from the Talking Cowboys. Who Twitter won? Page. Me. Oh, you have access. Okay, you won. Cool. I just congratulations. So he can trust the page. I didn't celebrate it. I wasn't bragging on it. I just wow. wanted to know. I yeah. just wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I can go back and find the records here. No, I'm sure. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Give me. Give me some. Give me some news and notes here, Rob. What's going on with the Cowboys today as I try and find this? Uh, The players are off today. They're off till, I think, Monday. Big news is Jason Peters and whether he will or will not sign with the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones is on the fan just now. We're taping this at 11 a.m. Central Friday. As of that time, uh, Jerry said he's going to meet with him shortly. Uh, He was going through physicals, doing all that good stuff, and right smack in the middle of his visit. So we'll see how it turns out. Surely, this show will be dated pretty soon. One way or another here by by Monday, I would imagine. So is that the normal order of things when somebody comes in on a visit as a free agent? Do they normally go through the physicals? Or is there anything different about his experience than any other free agent? I don't think so. I think the medical's part of of it. Um, Meet with Jerry and then get down to business, talk contract stuff. Mm. If everything checks out medically, and obviously, yeah, he's 40, but he played 15 games last year. and They played well. Played well. So what would be the number? Let's go around the table, Kyle. What, what do you think the number would be that he would need to sign, knowing the situation that the Cowboys are in? He has that leverage. Anybody else that they would be talking to has that leverage. What do you think the number would be? I don't know what the going rate around the league is for a 40-plus-year-old offensive tackle well, that's play, expected like to come in and last start. year, maybe? Maybe more? I'll, I'll, I'll get to come it. On. Thinking at least three. At least three? Yeah. That's so, the number you've and got? And if he plays the first week, he's fully guaranteed through the season? Which, because of his veteran status, he yeah, was one point yeah. seven five last year. One year, one point seven. Wow. I, I would have thought more. Time. No, you're right. That's just and that's yeah, the veteran minimum. Yeah, I, I bet you it's probably two, maybe two and a half, which is still not a lot for a starting left tackle or what which, you would anticipate being. Let's a starting get come left on. Let's tackle. get into this now. Um, hot or cold? Are we are we thinking that this is a thing likely to happen? Uh, for a 40-year-old left tackle? Come on, Isaiah. I think that's, he played well last year. I mean, regardless mm-hmm. of his age, Tom Brady's 45, and he's still doing no, his no, thing. No, no, Different position. Different, different position. Everything. I mean, yes, but physically, physically for somebody at his age to be as, as effective as he was last year, that's impressive. So even though, yes, you have to take age into account, but some individuals really just go against the grain when it comes to numbers, when it comes to age. You just can't hold that number against everybody. And he's just obviously one of those specimens that you just – age doesn't affect him the same as it affects everybody else. So did y'all hear that rumor about Leonardo DiCaprio not yes. dating anybody? <laughs> yes. The 25, the, the 25 and under. I thought that was interesting, man. I'm sorry. It's just, I just had to bring that. I, I just, hey, how do you do that? Well, how much do yeah. you think that Jason Peters made over his career? I have it right here. So you get, anybody want to guess? It's wild. It's uh, what it is. Oh, 60? So, yeah, I was thinking maybe 75. 
Anybody else? What was the question? We were on. Heck I'm, and I were stuck on Leo there for a sec. Well, how much has <laughs> Jason Peters made over his career? Oh, he's made a bag. Uh, Eighty million. Heckma. I'm gonna say ninety. Okay. A hundred and seventeen million dollars. Oh wow. <laughs> so what you're saying is he could be okay to go with yeah, two million. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'll play for a million. Yeah, sure, two million is just fine. I don't yeah, really need the money. You know, people t- reporting all this. He's coming in for a visit. He might sign. A lot of people, especially people up north, are saying like, future Hall of Famer Jason Peters. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, I never thought of that just because I don't know. I mean, we've watched him play against the Cowboys a lot. He's been a great player, but that's how he's viewed. And like that's kind of I mean same as Tyron Smith he's got nine Pro Bowls he's been he's won a Super Bowl like he is he's a big time guy he's so been do you, a dude do you yeah, think that Mr. Double J Jerry Jones you think that his 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 little crystal ball right let's look at his crystal ball right now his crystal ball is is in the near he's like I need to get somebody to fill in for the role that has been vacated this, this freaking black hole that we have at the left tackle position okay we have a guy that we can slide over there but I just rather not right now. His hope, Jerry's hope, I would assume, is to have him come in, fill in for Tyron, do a good job, right? Not do anything amazing, but just do a good enough job to keep Dak healthy. And then when, if, I should say, if Tyron gets healthy enough at the end of the year and the Cowboys are in a position to make a nice playoff run, Tyron comes back, and then you bring Peters down to the guard, and all of a sudden you have a Hello. hell of a left side. <clears throat> I think oh that's God. a possibility. Yeah, Chris likes it. Or what if he's the left guard from the jump? Like, yeah, because because I had the same question because Jerry was on the fan just now and he talked. This is a quote he had about Tyler Smith. He said he's every he's got everything we hope for and more when we draft him. Do I wish we had Tyron? Yes. Will we get Tyron back? Likely. But in the meantime, Tyler is going to come in and get a Harvard doctor's degree in playing left tackle. Between now and then, will we pay some price with it? Yes. Can we win with him paying the price? I think so. Yes. So, like he brought up again, we brought him in to play left tackle eventually. It, now, this is all without Jason Peters on the football team right now. No, fact, but it but, is interesting. But Jason Peters, I don't remember what team he was playing for. Was it Chicago? Chicago, Last year, Ch- yeah. Chicago when yeah. he went in as a guard he and something happened and then he had to go out as a left tackle? Not him. It was a different it guy. That was, was that? Philadelphia two years ago, yeah. and it was when Peters okay. got hurt. Okay, yes. Different guy. Uh, Gotcha. Throughout the course Sorry. of his career, Peters has taken one snap at left guard in gotcha. his entire career, but he and that played, was in 2019. But he played some right guard for Philly in 2020. Yes. Correct. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. He got moved inside yes, is what it that's was. What that's what it was. Okay. okay, I see what you're saying. He but just, it was right guard, not left guard. He would just give them options. You know, he maybe he could play some guard. Maybe, maybe. I well, mean, I don't Maybe he'd be cool being a swing tackle to start off. Do I don't you know. feel okay with a 40-year-old guard versus a 40-year-old tackle? I feel better with anything right now, Isaiah. <laughs> I think you, that's a I mean, lot of Cowboys Nation. What are you saying? I mean, the po- the probability of – and the interview on DallasCowboys.com with Tyler Smith and him talking about the leadership that he's getting from Zach Martin, uh, from other veterans on this team, just how to be a pro. He's still in that vein, man. You were a rookie before, and just yeah. the learning curve of how to be a pro, he's still in the midst of that. And on top of that – Having to practice that guard all through OTAs and through camp, now being going back home, going back to left tackle, and we would like to think that some of these things are innate, but there's still going to be a learning curve for him. And if if Peters can come in and kind of help him with that, I think that's going to be awesome for his uh, for him as a tackle. Can we go around the, ta- the table again? Yeah. Would you rather see Peters if we were to sign him? Okay, at guard or tackle, and I want you to give me the reason why. 
I would mm. rather I would rather see him at tackle. Okay. Yeah, Why? give me a tackle. And, and I Why? And because that's his natural position. Okay. I, I think that he is proven that like we just talked about Hall of Fame and all of that. That says that he has skins on the wall at that position. Facts. And I feel like, you know, if you in a pinch, mm-hmm. I like the u- utility knife thinking that hey, we could push him down, we could move him out, all of that. But yeah. I would like for him to start there to be the insurance policy that we know that he can be for okay. back. All right. Thank give you. me give me tackle okay. for, for Peters. And also, I mean, we mentioned it at the show on on Wednesday, Monday, both shows probably. How many snaps did Tyler Smith <clears throat> take at left tackle yeah. throughout the course of the preseason? Zero. He didn't take any snaps. Facts. So keep him at guard where he's been working. Put a guy next to him that you can be Hall of Fame confident that mm-hmm. he's going to put in the work. He's going to have the opportunity to grow alongside Tyler Smith. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Okay. That's what you put him out there. You don't change Rob two Pete. things up at the same time. Tackle. Left tackle. Tyler moves back inside the guard where he's been playing really the entire summer and start off that way. That would be what I would do. But provided on the assumption, I would assume for week one, Tyler Smith's still your left tackle to start. Because, because look, Anthony Barr signs a weekend of training camp and he's get this ramp up period. Jason Peters is 40 years old. I don't think they would ask him to step right in and start against the Bucs in a week. Good point. Now, uh, you go. No, you go first because I'm going to change it a little bit. I'm going to say guard. Reasons being. Yes, that's his natural position. Yes, he'll go into the Hall of Fame as a left tackle. Mm-hmm. All those things. That's where he's confident at. That's where. He, that's where. But take into account that he's forty. Take into let's say that the age applies to him. Where is it going to be easier for him to play? Inside. Inside. Okay. Where would he be able to help out two young players at? Inside. Inside. Where would he move if Tyron came back? There's a theme going. Inside. I like. I like that. Put him between Biotish and, and Tyler. Tyler Smith. That's you make a good point. Yeah. Because so I'm thinking, be- don't switch up two things at once. Don't exactly. switch Tyler Smith out to left tackle because he's a rookie. Okay. He hasn't practiced there in six months. Don't push him out the tackle. Oh, and also put Peters inside where he hasn't played throughout his entire career. But I see what you're thinking is, uh-huh. and I actually I I think there's a conversation there. Where in this offense did Dallas struggle at last year? Guard in the middle. What about what portion of their game? Was it a passing game? Was it the running game? Mm, if both, you need to help. Both, both, but the run game especially. They need run help. game especially. Yeah. So imagine if you had those three guys. Okay, let's really, you know, you're talking about Peters, Biotis, and Martin. Okay, you put those guys in the, right there in the middle. Your running game gets better. Of course. There's no gaps there. Think about some of the opponents that you're going to have this year. Where are they going to be most dominant? In the middle. In the middle. Hmm. So as good as it would be to have a solid left tackle that's proven that you know there's a tried and true and all those things, it's going to be more stressful on him. You're going to put more stress on on his ability to be able to be agile against these, these smaller, quick, being able to dip fast around a corner type right. defensive end slash linebackers now. You think about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These are all linebackers that run 4-3s, four 4-4s threes, four that are going to be coming off the edge. They're not big, big cats that are going to be quick. pressing up against you. So – Having him inside gives you an opportunity to go against a Philadelphia. Now that's going to have Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis on the inside. Now you feel secure with your three inside guys. I think the only other part about that is when Nate was in here and he gave the example standing you guys up there yep. and, yeah. Yeah. and showing what it would be like for Tyler Smith to be out on an island. Yes. That's the only thing that I worry about, him being isolated on the speed, speed rush. Yes, Isaiah, why are you raising your hand? If Tyler Smith knows that he has – a Peters on the inside, right. where can he sit heavy? To the outside. He can, he can sit heavy on the inside, right? What? He's not what? worried about it. He's not worried about anybody coming through that gap now. 
So now all of a sudden that edge is the only thing he has to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about oversetting, right, and allowing somebody back inside. Now I can sit heavy because I got this big mammoth of a human being on my inside. I can I can I can lean I can on quick. him. I can get quick out. Yeah. Yeah. See, but I can be quicker out. How about yeah. now he's worried about one yeah. thing. So everything that Nate talked about is absolutely true, but the game changes when you have a veteran that can sit up here and grab you after every play and say, Hey, hey, young fella, I got you. Sit heavy on the inside and just simply just throw this cat on the outside. My next question is how much of an upgrade is it from Connor McGovern at left guard because that's what we're talking about here is who you're replacing at yeah, left we're guard. Just, we're just putting McGovern on the back. Yeah, yeah, I mean you just Which told like, me you have zero no confidence in Connor but I mean, McGovern. Three hundred and three thousand pounds on the inside, like this. Three hundred and three thousand. Three hundred and three thousand pounds. pounds. This, like this dude makes Tyron Smith look small. I mean, he's a big yeah. dude. No, he he is that. But you <laughs> know, no, he's yeah, he's. And massive. the thing is, is like I go and back athletic to for his size. When you guys did a film study, y'all did the, a film study on on the defensive end from Cleveland. Yes. Uh, Miles. Miles Garrett. 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 And this wide nine technique and how far he set out and that island that I know that a lot of defenses are going to put Tyler Smith on. That's the that's the only thing that I worry about in this situation is scheming up when I know that you have a rookie at left tackle yeah. and and if you start with Connor McGovern uh, because let's say uh, that Peters isn't ready mm-hmm. what how are defenses going to attack the left side of our line you have already you know said it, twists and stunts yep. they're gonna yep. they're gonna mug the a gap they're gonna do so many things in the middle of our offensive line to disrupt our timing would you rather be weak on the outside or the inside? I definitely not in the inside. Exactly. I, that's exactly. It's, it's always the so, debate, right? The middle rush can be more it's, problematic for a quarterback. Where did Mike right? kill that last year? On the outside, but you, you can move up. Inside, third down, inside guards. Yeah. Oh man, come on with that, man! You are hey, listen. All I'm saying is, <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Trust me, from a former quarterback to say, just step up in the pocket. Make, make this guy run the loop. Make them run the loop on the outside. If you're going to have a weakness, right? If, if Tyler Smith is going to have to figure things out back at tackle where he hasn't been for a, half a year, get your feet underneath you. Make these guys run the loop. Just sit heavy inside. Don't let anybody penetrate inside. We can always step up in the pocket. This is real quick, a quote from Tyler yesterday, and he really impressive young guy, about just about his approach to his job. He said, I've definitely I've always been a left-sided player, so it's definitely helped with the transition of late, just knowing not too many things are changing. I'm still generating power from the same areas at tackle. Just a different footwork, a little bit of a different stance, just things you've got to tighten up. He said it's like riding a bike. He's not concerned about the transition. I'm just curious, like, if you're the Cowboys, you're going to try to have your cake and eat it too? Are you looking at it like, like – this is, a, this is an opportunity to, to give him valuable reps at his future position. And let's hope it goes well, but we signed Jason Peters, and like maybe he is guard, and, and he's insurance. Meanwhile, he's played some guard. He can help us there for now. But let's, let's throw the young guy into it and see what he can do. They're probably going to have to week one anyway. Yeah, yeah with- and, and just see how it goes. And you sign him, and he can he can help you in def- a couple different spots, and he's insurance. Kind of playing you know? off of that the other way, though. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. The, the, but sorry, the other thing, too, is Tyler's coming off an ankle injury. Like, they, yeah. they need to sign a veteran guy. Like, if it's not Jason Peters, they got to bring somebody in here to help out because of the inexperience at the tackle beyond Tyler, who's inexperienced himself. Yep. They have to do something. We'll see if it's Jason Peters. Two things off of that. First one, yeah, If imagine if Tyler Smith is the missed time. I mean, knock on wood, hopefully that doesn't happen. But where do you go there? It's Matt Walesko or Josh Ball as your starting left tackle. That's it. 
I mean, that's what you have on the roster. Which, that is there. Not saying they don't have potential down the road, but you're talking about week one against Tampa Bay and, Boom. and a tough early season schedule, man. Yeah, and then you've like, got Cincinnati, and then you go up against Washington, and then no, you go up against the L.A. in week five. I mean, it, it doesn't get easier. The second thing off of that, we've talked about this before. When you're on IR, you're not a part of this team to a certain extent. You're not in the same meetings. You're not in the same workouts. You're not in the same room as a lot of these guys Tyler Smith, when he was drafted, had a guy to grow with, and that was Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith's not in the same room anymore. How much could it possibly benefit Tyler Smith, the fact that you bring in a guy like Jason Peters, who, much like Tyron Smith, has a Hall of Fame career under his belt? Yeah, Already done, nine Pro Bowls. You come in, you bring him in. How much growth is that going to help Tyler Smith have? Even though it might just be for a season, that's another Hall of Famer that – Tyler gets to learn from Spoiled, man. I, I think outside of Tyron. I, I love it. Yeah, I think that's amazing. <laughs> and Martin. Let's not you know, that. Yeah. I think that would be amazing <laughs> for, for the young guy that I've already said. There's a learning curve to all this, and you have a vested veteran that can show you how to heal yourself, show you how to recover. Those are the things that this young guy is going to – and he talked about it. Like, I, these guys are showing me how to take care of myself, not only on the field but off the field. And yeah. so having a, a guy that's still playing at 40 and still playing at a, at a high level, playing 15 games last season, I mean, that's – Look, man, I, I'd love to be a $2 million advisor myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but at the same time, I think that's we're thin uh, at the offensive line. And those options that you just said that we have, those are not good options. But this is where we are when you don't have proven guys to back up. Before we go to break, just some of the numbers for, for Peters last year with Chicago. He played 850 snaps, all of them at the left tackle spot. He only allowed six sna- or six sacks. He allowed 28 pressures, but there were only three games where he gave up more than two pressures in a game against Cleveland, Miles Garrett. Hello. Against Baltimore, which their defense is pretty nasty, and San Francisco, Nick Bosa. So, I mean, against the best in the league, the best in the league got to him a couple times. He didn't have a game, though, in the entire season where he gave up more than one sack. So there was only one at a time throughout his 40-year-old season with the Chicago Bears. I mean, Crazy. not a great offensive no. line to work with in the first place, and he was able to come in and, and provide a jolt. Broadus watched a bunch of tape, and we all love Broadus. He yeah. said a guy can still play. I he watched just a play. little bit, and you can tell, like you mentioned, he can still play. He's, he's so athletic for his size. I didn't know that he played tight end in college. Well, like, that's, and, for yeah. his size, that's crazly. He lined up as an inline tight end six times last year, too. That's wild, man. As an extra guy. And Justin Fields was his quarterback last year, so, I mean, he had – went through his own learning curve sure so come on yeah you throwing shots at justin fields just from across uh, the he bow don't play for the, he don't play for the cowboys so yeah shot okay. i like it why not all right when we come back we're taking your calls 888-855-2297 the question are what is your expectations for this dallas cowboys team harrison's got Max. the fan towel ready because we're talking to the fans when we come back right after this Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. 
where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Dr. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here with Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And, I mean, speaking of Black Rifle Coffee, Heckma, you got a chance to take home some. You came in raving about the light roast this morning, right? No, it was good. It was excellent. Fantastic coffee. A little hint of cinnamon. Woo! Little little sprinkle of cinnamon. <laughs> That's, That's all Chris, it was. You, but we had, yeah, right. but uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go check them out. Beautiful. There's plenty of stuff to go on with. That's no, really did good. You, did you take the the high the high intensity one to your wife? I actually switched with Kyle. Yeah. He oh. It. Beamer has it in the back. Oh. You Is that why Beamer's eyes that. were so bright? Mm. <laughs> Beamer came in with his eyes like, hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you doing, guys? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. This Everybody's a, great. This that's is a solid real. cut, man. Cup, it's a mug. By the way. I think you can get the mugs online too at Black Rifle. And see, we coffee. have a, a two Co- cup. We have a two cup minimum in, in my house. But when I get a cup this big, yeah, it's big time. Because Nikki, she hogs the coffee in the morning. Oh, yeah, she does. you know she's listening got, to this. Oh yeah, it's your hundred percent chance she's yeah, listening. Yeah, she's, she's But you know listening. what I mean? She know. <laughs> Y'all help me! Y'all help know. me! They never know. You're about to get me hit upside the back of my head. Did you see them turn My the wife back? listens wow. on the way home from work, so I'm going to get my hot chocolate upstairs and Nikki's going to hit me in the back of the head. Oh my God. <laughs> just what you thought. You, boy, oh, you. you had some brothers boy, in here until just a couple moments ago. You know, you got to pass her desk to go to the dog on the hot chocolate machine. That was like in sync. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Sorry, Heck. Love that you. was fantastic. <laughs> kicking the raft away from you on that one, Heck. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Anthony in Miami. Our guy answering is, uh, this question. What are your expectations for the Dallas Cowboys in 2022? Anthony, what's up, my man? Hey, what's up, guys? Long time. Yeah, Good. definitely. Up, Glad to have you back. I'm going to tell you all this. Um Man, you know, I'm the most optimistic cowboy there ever has been, probably. Mm-mm-mm. I'll say <laughs> I'll say I expect them to go like eleven wins. Okay. I expect them not to listen to the outside chatter because according to a lot of cowboys, so called cowboy fans, T V funders, haters, uh, we might as well not even play the season. You know, we might as well not even play. Yep. But if they don't listen to that and you keep number four healthy the same guy that came in in 2016 after Tony went down and we weren't supposed to flop. And how many games did we win? 
13. Never mind. The same guy that tore everything in his leg yeah. and came back. We won 12. We, we won 12, man. How many games did we win? 12, man. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. That's all I want to say, guys. So the That's expectation, <laughs> double digits for Anthony. Thanks so much for the call, and, and you can also give your, your input, 888-855-2297. But, I, I mean, he said it there. If you don't listen to the outside noise, you look at the talent of this roster, it's there, especially defensively. I mean, yeah, Dak Prescott, checkmark offensively. You've got some weapons, C.D. Lamb. I like Dalton Schultz coming back. Zeke, it, it looks like he's potentially going to take a, another – good season this year but the defensive side of the football is where you put your money i mean that's where you have your expectations heck i want to hear you say is this a defensive team it has to be Ooh, has to be and it hadn't been for a number of years but that's why you have a guy like dan quinn and that's why you believe in the system working you have sold us all on dan quinn from the beginning i remember how giddy you were when you when they said that he was hired and so the way that he's changed the scheme the way that he uses the bazooka i mean you know i want him to be but still the big nickel uh that he plays the way that he incorporates uh coverage and we've seen what what Diggs is doing i mean maybe he doesn't have that 11 interception season which would be hard but if he does it again I mean he would be really in close quarters with Elvis and Walls leading the league in interceptions yeah, yeah. but if you can you can manufacture pressure uh, and get turnovers that way. And I love what Micah says. You know, hey, if I if our offense isn't clicking, maybe we can be the game changers. Maybe we can score uh, some points and be a difference. That's the way that I, I see envision this team going forward. But I think people are going to be ple- presently pleasantly surprised uh, with the offense because now you really are in a situation where you have to stick at what you stick to what you're good at and what your where your weapons are. And I still believe that's in the running game. That's Stuart just my I. belief. Which coordinator is going to be more creative this year? Mm. It's going uh, to it might might have to be Kellen. That's what I was going to say too. Might have to be. All right, we've got Costas from New Jersey on the line. Costas, how's it going? What are your expectations for the Cowboys? I'll I'll start this off by saying I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Bring it. Say oh. it with your chest oh. then. I like it. Nine and eight, first oh. round loss again. Mm. Win the division? For, or wild no way. card. You Unfortunately got- again, the Eagles. Oh, okay. Oh. Unless I mean I hate the Eagles. <laughs> Me too. Same. But <laughs> but like, look at the roster. That's that's a front office who put together a, a winning team. Billy's become the chic pick now in the last I don't know. Certainly since Tyron got hurt. Because just like you're saying, like, okay, questions at the quarterback position maybe with Jalen Hurts, but the rest of the roster, they've done a nice job. And I think Jalen Hurts is better than people think. Mm. So, Yeah, I mean, it's up to Kellen Moore. And, you know, he had a lot of weapons last year. And Isaiah pointed out and everybody else on the show kind of did the same thing every week. Yep, kind of ran out of his bag. Costas, thanks so much for the phone call. And, I mean, he's right. There, it goes back to the creativity question you just put out there. You got to be more creative if you're Kellen Moore. You got to get deeper into the bag because at the moment, you haven't, haven't, he's, he's just haven't played, shown he, it yet. He poured all those Legos out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody knows what that looks Straight like. Straight on the floor, <laughs> out of the tub. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows what that looks like. You get the brand new box, the bucket Legos, and instead of pouring out a quarter of them or half of them. Kellen just threw it all out on the floor. 
He lost a couple pieces. And you know what? And the, the bully from next door that doesn't have no Legos looked around and said, he got those pieces. He got those my pieces. Bike, <laughs> exactly. It's mine. <laughs> so I think Kellen Moore, he is a very creative dude. He just got to play with his Legos one at a time. I was more of a Lincoln Logs guy growing up. Were you? <laughs> no, I love Lego. I'm just making a so, joke. I mean, he just has to take his time. And I think it's hard. I think that's his development as a young offensive coordinator. He's very creative. You know, I, th- I think I've compared him to from the Waterboy many times over. Yeah. He just can't just lay the whole book out. It's, it's, that's one of the hardest things. I deal with that with my daughter. My daughter gets something new, and she's like, ah, I got to have it. I got to put it on. I got to play. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. Let it let it chill for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 let she it look. got the hood in I the know, but like, let it, let it chill I got to put it on now. See, I, <laughs> see, when I get some new shoes, I put them in the closet. Do I, you? I come back over. I come back to them about two months down the road. Whoa. You know what? Because then I'm like, oh. I got something new. I forgot I had these. Let me go ahead and pull that out. Yeah. Right? When everybody else already used all their new stuff, right. I was a kid. It's like, I got that's, that new fire that's, now. That's, that's, that's willpower right there. Like, most that, those hey, people can't do that. Hey, my Christmas gifts, yeah. boy, I had them on. I had them yeah. Yeah. You're wearing them out the door. See, I'm, I'm always different. Hey, everybody's going to use all their new stuff. Right. I want to use my new stuff later on. Here, I'm about to turn this around on Isaiah like Isaiah turns everything around on us. <laughs> that's the new That's the new money smell, you know? You know? like yeah. he, He's already got new shoes on, so he doesn't need yeah. the new new shoes. He can wear these for uh, a couple months. Yeah. And then down the road, he can put on the new oh, shoes. He's got them stacked up ready I want, to roll. I want Kill Moore like to be that. boring early. Be boring, right? Be be fundamental. Run the ball with Zeke. You know, toss it out to Pollard. Put Turpin on the flies. So we do the boring stuff. Run your simple offense, and then when four or five weeks down the road, when everybody starts settling in, the defensive coordinators start figuring things out, then start dropping cats with the but new your, bag. Your toughest games are early. I know. On paper. I know. Paper. I'm not saying now don't be effective. I'm saying just don't go into your bag too much. Quick question. How much pressure was on Kellen Moore last year knowing that all of the whispers about him potentially being a young head coach in this league was on him and he was compelled to just be overly creative sometime that got him in trouble? God, that might have got him. I think it was more so his his youth at the at the in the coordinator role. Mm-hmm. I think that more so got him to anything. I think he knew he had a bunch of good stuff and he was like I can't hold it in. Ah, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know I, just, I truly think as he gets that wisdom. I truly think as he gets that wisdom, he'll learn how to slow, like drip it. You know what I'm saying? Like a doggone, like an IV. You know what I mean? Stop. I need him to have an IV drip oh, with his players. We're going, you know? to, we're going to Kevin in Ohio. Kevin, please save us. Please. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I had to step out of my um, oven here because I'm cooking rehearsal dinner, but I could not, wow. not at all wait to say, um, Techman, good luck, whatever you're going, and God bless. Thank you, bro. On the, on the, on the, the score that we're trying to guess, Really, we need to ask that question next week when um, we figure out what JJ does with Peters. Yeah. But right now, I got him at eleven wins. Um, Peters could do special for us. We we that offensive line scares me. Love as it. it is today, Kevin. Congratulations on the rehearsal dinner. Who's getting married? Is that what? my niece is getting married actually? And I took off work today to because she wanted me to be her uh, chef. So wow, um, cooking awesome. right now. So we got some manicotti's going and some Cajun chicken. 
Cajun go. chicken. Uh, uh, how far good. are you from Texas? Can you, <laughs> can you get Ohio's can, a far way? Okay, I know you're in Ohio. That's fair. Yeah, I mean that's a drive. You can get down here. Oh my god! You'll just yeah, have to let us know. Fly down, start making. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I could bring some pasta, some manicottis, and some Ooh, chicken. Oh, I like the sound of that, Kevin. Thanks so much for the call. Eleven wins, he says, bring, 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 for the Cowboys. It also counts on Peters. And counts on Peters. Right. Counts on call, Peters. Bro. Thank you very much, clip, Kevin. You appreciate clip you. That. You got to clip that, Chris. That's the keeper. <laughs> For Cowbites? Yeah, man. Dude, I don't know if we can put that on Cowbites. I'm going to hold it. <laughs> All right. Let's take, let's take our second break. Special thanks to everybody who called in today. And, and we will start taking calls on a regular basis. Tuesdays are going to be our days uh, to talk to Cowboys Nation. So thanks so much for Kevin, Costas, and company. Uh, for helping us out. When we come back, we've got some big show news, as Kevin alluded to a moment ago. We're going to hit that, and we're also going to give our season predictions when we come back with more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. We love our friends over at Essilor. And we love, uh, we love you guys, Talking Cowboys, as always. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And it's the last show for our very own Heckma Harris. Yes. Got it. a little Double bit of news to, to share and outline what's what's happening, why it's exciting. We're all sad in here. We all know that. Like we love you, and, and we, we've we've grown with you over the last couple of years on this show. It's not the last time we'll see you though, which is good. No, 
Uh-uh. No, man. Um, let me just say this. First of all, I think, Isaiah, as you know, man, when you, when you stop playing football, the one thing that you miss is the camaraderie. You know, being with people every day, uh, it's like family. And it's, it was decades, man, for being out of football and being in this situation here at DallasCowboys.com. And this is, this is as close to a locker room as I've been in a very long time. And the brotherhood, the family uh, atmosphere is amazing, man. Derek Eagleton and uh, Nick Eatman have put together an incredible uh, staff. And I'm just I'm blessed to be a part of it. And I feel it every time I come in this building. Um, you know, and, and I, I got to say this about you guys, and you don't know this, and I haven't voiced this to you, but, you know, starting here at Talking Cowboys, we, uh, we came in, the, came in the, the podcast studios a couple times, and then a pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I met you, Isaiah, uh, virtually for mm-hmm. the first time, you know, and then we finally got to meet in person at Christmas. Tostitos Plaza. Yeah, Tostitos <laughs> Plaza, you know. Uh, but this show has been like therapy for me, man. You know, my, my family, they love that I'm on Talking Cowboys. My grandmother, the woman that raised me, helped raise me with my mother, uh, she loved Talking Cowboys. And, and, you know, during the pandemic, man, her health took a turn for the worse. And, you know, she had dementia and, you know, didn't recognize her caregiver, my mother, and some of her children. But my mother would take the iPad over to the bed and turn on Talking Cowboys, and she'd say, that's Heckma, that's awesome, you know. Man. And that meant so much to me, you know, in, in just situations like that, man, and just Cowboy Nation and all the people uh, that have been around. And, and look, for me, uh, just building with y'all and doing this show, it, it's, it's, it's like I said to you, P, one time we was out on the field, I said, look at me. I said, I'm in heaven, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. this is heaven. You know, yep. I never in a million years after being a guy that uh, was a young kid selling programs outside of Texas Stadium ever thought that this would be happen, you know. And, uh, man, this is just amazing. And, you know, change is good. And, and I'm, you know, change is here. And so uh, on September the 6th, I'm going to be going from talking Cowboys mm. to the Players Lounge. <laughs> and, uh, man, it's, it's going to open up more doors, give more great opportunities, man. And I know that this show is in great hands with you guys. I know that y'all going to continue to rock. Kyle, you are not getting rid of me. Don't even nope. worry about it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. P. Blue Bunnet P, you know what it is. <laughs> Rob P. I I work for you. Blue Bunnet P, my man. Love man, you, man, I say I love you, man. I, I I love the the man that you are, man. The way that you love on your family, mm-hmm. you know, love your baby. You know what I'm saying? I think that's awesome, man. You're an awesome, dude. But people that don't know you, you know, then you come in here. I've com- seen you just completely unwind, let your head down, and have fun with the guys. Yeah. You know, Isaiah, me and you have had our run-ins on this mm-hmm. show, going yeah. back and forth. But it's all respect. It's all love. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're everything that I would ever want my son to be in life. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a good dude, you're a good brother, and you are going places fast. Just don't start that media stuff. I ain't doing that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but but man, like I said, I mean, this is this is awesome, and and Derek has given me another great opportunity, man. And I know that this space will be occupied by a bad mofo. Yep. So this is going to be this is this is love man and love. and I, I'm just happy to still be down and still doing what I do and Cowboy Nation I hope your team win every day. Baby. Boom. So. There you go. And and we'll end the show with that too. But I will say for those of you listening, it's like, oh my gosh, where is Heckman going? What's his next move? Yeah. He's still on the network. Yep. He's yeah. on the Players Lounge. Nah, Go subscribe away. to the Players Lounge. He's not going away, but it, it's different. It's a change because we've spent three seasons with you right. on this show specifically, and we have a brotherhood in here yeah. and, and an open 
open door policy, open conversation policy. Yeah. And uh, we, we say it with our chest every day and we're, we allow for the fans out there to say it with theirs as well. So uh, we're, we're definitely going to miss Heckma being in the show. Yep. But like you said, sure. uh, you're not going to miss him. He's going to be on the website. He's going to be everywhere. He's with Barry Church, Danny McRae, Newey Scruggs, a fantastic group of guys. Just don't put me and Newey on the same side of the table, Chris. People already get us confused, man. <laughs> Just don't do me like that, can't, man. Can't do that one. Yeah, um, come on, man. So be sure to follow Heckma on the Players Lounge, by the way, because that show is, is great. We love those guys over there, too, and he's going to be great. As far as who will be in the seat with uh, that Heckma has been occupying here, Patrick Nosey Walker, no C. new mm. staff writer here at DallasCowboys.com, will join us starting on Tuesday. So uh, you have that to be excited about. Patrick's going to bring a lot of fun insight and and some some connections into this show as well. And uh, we're we're going to miss Heckma, but also excited to have Patrick along for the ride. And yes, it's, sir. It's, it's still going to be. be a brotherhood, even though you're going to that other show. Oh no, no, no! Just no, dog. We ain't con- direct competition. <laughs> you know, so that's how it goes. Yes, that is how it goes. Okay, speaking of competition, predictions for the season. Mm. We're gonna keep track of this. I'm gonna write it down, and I'm not gonna cook the books, Rob Phillips. I'm gonna watch you. Okay, watch you. <laughs> Who you got in terms of record and then playoff success for the I, Dallas Cowboys? I got them at ten and seven. Okay. Winning the division, I still think with the best quarterback in the division, I still think they can win this division, especially if they get the line short up. We'll find out about Jason Peters. I think that'll definitely help because they got to do something, I think. Um, Now, beyond that, I don't know. I think think they'll host a first-round playoff game. Tell, talk to me then. Talk to me when the when the what the matchup is, what the hell situation is, because they have a lot to replace from last year when they were in the same exact spot. So I'm not. I can't sit here and say I know they're going to go further than that. But I do think they'll win the division again. Okay, Isaiah, eleven and six, second round, if they get Peters. Eleven and six. Eleven and six. I like. And that's if they get Peters. What if they don't get Peters? I won't count this one. But it. You said the first one first. That'll be your prediction. But if they don't get Peters, they don't get Peters or someone like them. Ten and seven, first round. Okay, so you're at ten and seven too. But eleven and six. I was kind of hedging there because we don't know what they're going to do at tackle. But yeah. And you'll go to the divisional round, right? Okay. Heckma. You don't host, though. Don't host. No division. Okay. I will tell you this. Over the offseason, I've heard a lot of splashing in the water mm. uh, from Cowboy fans jumping overboard. Mm. And I got receipts. I kept receipts mm. uh, of a lot of people that said that it's over, you know, before mm. it even started. And hit the panic button on, on a lot of different things. And you know, I, I think I find it very interesting how you can have as much talent as the Dallas Cowboys have on their roster and people don't take account for that and don't take into consideration that this is a team game. And so I expect for the Dallas Cowboys to do a repeat of what they did last year. I'm still going 12-5. and five. I believe that that's where we will finish because – And Micah, I trust. Mm. I believe that this defense is going to be the backbone of this team. I think there is hell to pay in the NFC East. I think you are not even thinking and considering how good this linebacking core is going to be with Anthony Barr, uh, the secondary uh, with uh, Jerron Kirsch. I think there are a lot of young guys that are going to – 
make a difference on this team, not just on special teams, but I think that Israel McQuamu, uh is has shown you that he's taken the steps. And there are just going to be guys like that. Uh, and Sam Williams, I think you're going to be pr- pr- just surprised at the just motor that this kid has. And that's the thing that I'm put, hanging my hat on is that the Cowboys go 12-5. and five, and, I'm, and I'm saying right here, we host NFC Championship at AT and T Stadium. Wow, that's where I'm going. Hey, I'm a homer. I like it. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Woo! Get out the rally <laughs> towel, Let's baby. Let's go. Tosidos Plaza all day long. My feet is scorching. So if they host the <laughs> NFC title, do they lose the NFC title? Game I'm not at going home? there. I'm not going there. That's as far as I can go. They're gonna get that's there. That's as far I'll, as the crystal right, ball just, can see. I can't see I'll any put NFC than that. title I'll get some, host. Get some, get some stronger SMOs. Yeah, man. I need to, some better <laughs> medicine in these. I'm gonna do ten and seven as well. I think they don't win the division. I think Philly wins the division, and I think the wild card round, or they they go to the wild card. But I said this on special edition. I'm going to stick with it too. Bold prediction here. I think they win the wild card game and the divisional round game to get to the NFC Championship. Oh man! As the wild card, they go. They they make a run in the playoff. They get healthy, and then they yeah pop a collar. You know, I don't have the collar on today, but. yeah, I think they get to the NFC title game, but they they lose in the NFC title game. I'm not going to say to who because I don't I don't have my crystal ball out either. It's a little cloudy. So, uh, Chris, I want to get you in on it as well. Chris, who you got for record and playoff exit? Let's go uh, twelve and five. Woo! Let's go. Get in there, Chris. It's that coffee in the morning. It is. <laughs> Black so rifle div- coffee <laughs> divisional. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I'm, hey. But yeah, let's go to the least divisional. Okay. Come on, CB. I've never been to an NFC champion NFC uh champion title game. Title game so <laughs> that'd be amazing. That would be awesome. All right. And we'll get Patrick's prediction coming up on, on Tuesday as well. But yeah, hey, how about that? For uh for we're all ten plus wins. We're all getting there. Unable to hold it in, the excitement for this Cowboys team oh, where are you moving going? into the where are you season. Going with that? That's it. That's just the okay. end of the show. Okay. That's all. Uh, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. When we come we back. We love you, Heck. Boom. Oh, man, it's all good. We love you, Heckma. Uh, boom. <laughs> Black Rifle Coffee Company. Special thanks to our friends over there. When we're back on Tuesday, Patrick Nosey Walker will join yes. the show. It's the regular season on Talking Cowboys for Chris Beam, for Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Heckma Harrison, what do we say on Friday? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?